0: Well, just days after Elon Musk purchased Twitter a new study showing a dramatic increase in hate speech on the social media platform. Montclair State University researchers say Twitter's hate speech terms averaged about 84 an hour before Musk bought the service and then soared to nearly 5,000 hostile attacks an hour right after the deal was settled. Those terms include vulgar references based on religion, race and sexuality. Now, Musk has floated different ideas about his vision for the company, but what exactly that looks like, we're still waiting to find out. But have no doubt, change is on the horizon. Tech analyst Carmi Levy joins us this afternoon. Hey, Carmi. Good to be here. Hey, nice to hear your voice again. How was Halloween at your place last night? a little busier than it has been years
1: past we had a grand total of wait for it nine kids (laughs) which is which is exactly nine more than we had last year so i can't (laughs) complain Uh, and it is more than pretty much all of our friends who live you know in the area a few blocks away so We're considering ourselves pretty lucky, plus we overbought on the Halloween candy, so I have a pile (laughs) of chocolate that's gonna last me to next Halloween
0: if I stretch it just right. Oh, you can stuff uh, stockings uh, later on this year. It'd be good to go. That's a a great idea, thanks, yeah. (laughs) You're welcome, Carmi. Okay, so I mean, there's been a lot of talk over the past couple of days, well actually the past number of months, but specifically over the last couple of days about what Elon Musk buying Twitter means for Twitter, what it means for its users, what it means for the platform, Curious, do you believe off the top that Twitter is doomed because of this buy? I think it
1: stands on the precipice. I think Twitter was doomed even if Elon Musk hadn't bought it. This is, a, this is a social media platform that if you look just at the numbers, it's never really quite lived up to its potential. Well, Facebook has been buying up Instagram and WhatsApp, and you know, it has kind of like this constellation of tools and platforms and apps, and, but 3 billion people use them in total every day. Twitter barely cracks 300 million, which is a pretty big number, but it still never quite reached its potential. There was, there was so much potential. But then it became this haven for toxicity and and racism and extremism and and misinformation and disinformation. And before you know it, you had people who had been on this on the service for years who basically said, I'm out. Yeah. And then there are the hundreds of millions of quiet sort of quitters who never bothered signing on in the first place. And among my peer group, I'm the only one who's really using it regularly, and I do so only because I need it for work. So it never became the mainstream phenomenon that Facebook became. And I think that- that's for, from a business perspective. It means it's very, it was very limited going forward. Elon Musk really is going to have to pull something out of his hat, kind of on the same level of reusable rockets and electric cars, <laughs> if Twitter is going to turn things around and become a viable business. Because right now, it's lost money for eight of the last ten years, and I don't see that changing anytime soon.
0: And it's and it's interesting, Carmi. I was reading about you know that purchase price at 44. <laughs> Mil, was it million? Forty-four million.
1: Uh, 40, forty-four billion. Yeah, forty-four
0: billion dollars and the valuation. I think of it. Uh, you know, a lot of folks were saying maybe twenty-five it was worth. So it's going to be interesting. But then there's been talk about having to charge or that considering charging people for that little verified blue check mark. Having you know asking people to pay to use the site. Um, you know, I think for some of the folks who you know have the blue check mark, and I have a blue check mark, but it doesn't mean anything to me really. Um, would I continue to pay to use Twitter? I'm not sure I would, and I and I wonder how many will. I think, as you said, you know, some folks who use it for work, like you and me, and uh, but other than that, I'm like I'm not sure if anyone's going to be shelling out, uh, you know, fifteen bucks a month.
1: I think you're absolutely right. And just based on what I've been seeing through the day, uh, I think that's the common perspective. I think most people who have the checkmark are not willing to pay for the privilege and not get anything else in return. Um, Stephen King, for example, rather famously said, you know, you're going to make me pay for that? I'm out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and then he got into it on Twitter with Elon Musk. And Elon Musk asked him, so what is what is an appropriate amount? It seems, based on just Elon's tweets over the last couple yeah. of hours, it looks like he's settling on 8 bucks US per month in order to keep the check mark. Whatever the number is, I don't think, first of all, I don't think anyone's going to willingly pay that. I think, realistically, it's not going to fly. And I think it does reinforce the fact that this is a company that is not keeping its advertisers. General Motors has put its ads on pause, doesn't want to be associated with this dumpster fire. And uh, and and so, you know, they have to find other forms of revenue, namely subscription revenue. They launched um, the, the Twitter Blue service last year, which is, a uh, you know, pay a few bucks per, per month and get some premium features like editing your tweets but that really hasn't been mm. you know much of a revenue generator and i don't think verified tweets paying for them is going to add to that you know basically with advertising revenue in free fall and subscription revenue not going anywhere i'm kind of wondering where elon musk is going to find his money where he's going to turn the finances around maybe he's got a rabbit in his sleeve right mm-hmm. now i just don't
0: see it mm. Carmi levy joining me this afternoon tech journalist and analyst um, it, Carmi, i mean one of the big things that everyone's really wondering about is you know what is this going to look like a month from now six months from now with content moderation what is going to be allowed what's not going to be allowed you know one of the most uh things is he, he's well known for when it comes to twitter was saying you know going to make it a haven for free speech um you know we're, we're waiting to see what that looks like Mm-hmm.
1: and that frightens me because Twitter you know the Twitter of the past was uh, it was it's an open architecture kind of environment it's not like Facebook and others you don't have to give anyone permission to follow you you can follow anyone else anyone else can follow you unless you take your account private which basically means it's it's probably the easiest social media platform for someone to be a troll for someone to be a cyber mm-hmm. abuser for someone to be a stalker and so what Elon you musk is proposing is essentially making it open season you know never mind that the company has haven't done enough over the years now he's going to rein that in now he's going to throw the shackles completely off uh, and it'll it'll essentially become the hellscape that he promised advertisers it wouldn't be so i don't really hold a lot of faith that he really understands just the the, the risks that he's running of kind of opening things up and reducing moderation um, that's a pretty dangerous recipe it might appeal to certain people on you know one end of the political spectrum but the truth of the matter is this is not how you build a town square that appeals to everyone yeah. this is how you build the town square that no one feels
0: safe in. Carmi, does this give an opportunity for uh, to other social media platforms to continue to build? Again, Twitter is very different than you know Facebook or Insta or Snap or I don't even know if Snap's a thing anymore or you know TikTok. Mm-hmm. But does it allow um, or, or you know I know Jack Dorsey, the the former uh, the one of the original founders of Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he's exploring a, a site similar. Does it give opportunity for something else to move in.
1: Certainly opens the door because I think if if Twitter essentially see, you know, becomes the next uh, you know MySpace becomes the next has been in the social space we're going to want to spend our time somewhere and it's going to have to be on another platform and the problem the real one of the reason more people haven't left Twitter is nobody wants to start from scratch we've built our networks we kind of have mm-hmm. our communities we don't really want to change we're resistant to change but if it becomes the sort of the frightening place that I fear it will be we may not have a choice and you know we'll have this great big pie of time that we spend on social media we're going to have to go somewhere. So I think it does open the door for Jack Dorsey with his Blue Sky project. It opens the door for these Twitter alternatives like Mastodon um, and I would guess even, you know, Donald Trump with Truth Social and, and Kanye West or whatever he's calling himself this week with Parler, which he just bought, they probably love to scoop up some of the mm. right-wing fans as well. Um, but you know, the way Twitter is architected, you're never going to create another Twitter. It'll be an alternative to it. But once we lose this one, it's gone for good.
0: Uh, Carmi, you don't sound very optimistic <laughs> <laughs> I
1: wish I wish I were more, right? yeah. and it, it saddens me because the, the ideal of Twitter always was, and I I, I always held on to it, thought it was just an awesome kind of low-friction service yeah. to kind of get the pulse <laughs> of the internet. It never quite worked out that right. way, and now it looks like Elon Musk is taking it even further yeah. from that ideal.
0: Low-friction, I wish. All right, my friend. <laughs> Carmi, thanks for this. We'll leave it there this afternoon. Appreciate it, Jalen. Yeah, Thank you. We'll talk to you again soon. Carmi Levy joining us this afternoon. Curious, as we head to uh, traffic, what social media sites are you using these days? Which ones have you said, "Nah, I'm out?